Welcome to Vegas Circle with Paki and Chris. And today we are sitting down with professional BMX writer, television personality, businessman, uh, Mr. Ricardo Laguna. Muy buenos dias, or muy buenas tardes. I don't know what time we're watching right now or listening, but what good. an honor to be here. Man, it's good to finally put this together, man. So I know. We got, um, shout out to our Even friends. Ricardo. Yeah, man. So shout out to our friends, Angel and Leticia, Live to Give, for connecting us. Just beautiful people. Real talk. We were talking about it offline. It's finally good we were able to put this together this, this past month. So. Exactly. I'm excited to see how this conversation goes out out there. We're going to make it work, man. So you, you got a really, really unique story. Um, originally from Mexico. Right. Moved to Las Vegas, I think, when you were 13. Yep. And then you've done so many different things from <laughs> 18 years old, diverse. becoming a professional. That's what I heard once. If you're diverse, you're going to do all right in life. It's, it's amazing, man, some of the things you've been able to do. And you, you planted your flag in Vegas. Correct. How in the world? We just got to jump right in. How did you get involved in just riding bikes? Like how, so, how did that come uh, apart? My, my parents brought me to Las Vegas when I was turning 13. Okay. And my brother and I got bamboozled. Okay. We got told that they were coming out here to celebrate my birthday. Little did my brother and I knew that we were coming out here to celebrate a little bit of my birthday. But at the same time, <laughs> they heard there was a great job opportunity. Okay. So uh, my dad ended up getting a job washing dishes at the Stardust Hotel and Casino. Casino's not even around. It's oh, I wow. believe yeah, Resorts yeah. World is what it's now. Yep. And um, sure enough, he got the job. Went back home, sold everything, bought a trailer, and we moved to the trailer park. So now that uh, I'm dealing with the biggest hurdle of my life is yeah. speaking English, so bear with my Spanglish. Yeah. I uh, I want to make friends because I used to play baseball, and um, back then I sound like our parents. Remember back in the day when we used to walk barefooted through the snow <laughs> and we got buses. Yeah. My story is I didn't have internet so accessible, so uh, I couldn't figure out where was the closest baseball, you know, league or, or or field, whatever it was, for me to go out there and play. So the second best option was ride this little hoopty mountain bike and make some friends. And I saw some kids in this random desert saying they were riding BMX, but little did we know it was not BMXing because all they were doing was trying to see if you can jump the farthest, and that was the winner, which in BMX, you take off one spot and land the other. So sign language at all, they were like, hey, there's going to be this big national BMX race that people not just from all over the United States are coming, but from all over the world. Turns out this track was two miles away from that trailer park. Whatever reason happened, we didn't go. Okay. And uh, my parents, so they can afford every other weekend to take us to a buffet. So I've been very blessed that my parents has supported me on every adventure that I want to go on. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they basically, they were driving back and I was like, Mom, they're telling me this is BMX track out there and I don't get it. Can we go check it out? Sure enough, flipped the UE, went into the BMX track and I was like a little kid in the candy store. Yeah. I saw lights. People with uniforms, this gate that holds eight riders says, riders ready, watch the light, and it drops within a split second. Eight riders go through this track and different obstacles, and whoever gets to the checker line wins. I was like, I'm sold. Let's do this. So I asked my mom. I was like, mom, can you please buy me a bike? She said, mijito, dame un mes o dos, y te compro una bici. Don't worry. If your Spanish is not that good, I got you. (laughs) said, son, give me about a month or two, and I'll buy you a bike. Well, two weeks later, she bought me the worst possible bike I can ever think of. And a passion became a career. That's amazing, man. So, yeah. twenty six late years you later, know, I'm here. Like, how did you realize that that point? You know, we all grew up riding bikes, and obviously, to do it professionally is like the next level uh, that most people never get to. You know, being in that position and obviously the young person's kind of sport. How did you know that you were good enough to go <laughs> professional? How did that well, transition go from being a bike rider to a professional athlete? Kind of happen. I have to tell this story because it's really funny. So uh, my brother's four years younger than me. 
And in BMX, and if you're getting smoked by someone that's a year or two years younger, you're pretty hopeless. Okay. Uh, and back then, <laughs> once again, with the same theory, like it wasn't so accessible to have BMX tracks because there was only one track. It was only open once a week. So one day and six days without riding, you couldn't get good. Yeah. So uh, I, 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 I was terrible. My brother would just clinic me like every time I'm ready on the track. But I got very lucky that I have outworked a lot of people because I started making jumps in random deserts. So uh, funny story. So I used to have this guy from like Utah. His name is Brian and super Mormon, super clean cut kid. And uh, I got invited to go to the Sprite Irving Games in London. So uh, it happened right when I believe there were some like trains that exploded. It happened right there. Crazy story. Anyways, the event really happened, but it tends to rain a lot. And this in guy London with especially. dreads, super ratty looking. His bike didn't have brakes. Kept yelling my name. And I'm like, dude, practice is for 15 minutes. I'll talk to you in a second. So when practice ended, I went up to him. And it was like, Ricardo, remember me? It's like, help me out. I was like, I used to race you. You couldn't even jump the smallest jump in the whole track. And look at you, how good you are. And I was like, yeah, well, after 26 years of hard work, I kind of got a little bit better. Yeah. It's, it's no joke, man. Just the time. I mean, like Chris and I, when we invite people on, it's like the mindset, like you just said, is is you get so focused and laser focused. And it seems like that's what happened to you is you get focused at that young age at 13, I think you said, yeah. right? In 18, you actually signed your deal to become yeah. professional? Or? Yeah. First check rolled in. It wasn't much, but hey, $500 that I never had. How, but how did you know, like, like walk us through the process of like. So I'll tell you like, how it happened. It yeah, was like, crazy. So um, I uh, I graduated from high school. My parents mm -hmm. said, all right, school or work. Mm -hmm. And I ended up becoming a PE teacher assistant. Okay. And uh, I used to get hired every now and then to. So I started kind of crossing over from racing to freestyle. Okay. Racing is basically eight people on a track. Stay low, go fast. Whoever gets to the check line wins. And I enjoy the freestyle better because you're on top of a roll and anybody roots for everybody. Mm -hmm. Whoever puts the best run and whoever does the best homework, then mm -hmm. you have the chances to win the contest. And um, I started getting hired to do BMX shows, not because I was good, just because I can do the backflip. And uh, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Joe Riley, he, uh, he had tattoos, piercings, and long hair. Nothing that's wrong having that. But uh, this company that hired me to do shows every so often – they got the gig to do shows at Legoland for a whole summer. And what okay. would take in a year and a half of being a PE teacher assistant, I was going to make it in three months. So, And the only reason why they hired me is because Joe didn't want to cut his hair, take his piercings off, and cover his <laughs> tattoo. So second best option was little Ricardo, the clean-cut looking kid. So I Win. once got told I got lucky. And, and this crazy definition for me it always makes sense to me because I always try telling people, I'm not lucky. I work really hard. And... And then she explained to me, let me explain how luck is defined. Yeah. There's a dollar on the floor. Three people are going to walk by. The first one sees it, not mm -hmm. lucky. Second person walks by, sees the dollar, whether it's bending down, stopping, picking up the dollar. Mm -hmm. It's work, and you have to be in the right place. Yep. Third person walks by, sees the dollar, stops, bends down, picks it up, puts it in his pocket. The dude was in the right place, willing to do the work, and he conquered it. So then yeah. I was like, you know what? Maybe I am lucky. That's you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's it's kinda... a little bit of luck and timing. Yeah, yeah. Like, a couple yeah. bumps and bruises on top of yeah. that. It's funny before you got here, Chris and I were talking offline. Is like, by the so way, can we clarify how cool this is? Yes, we got Chris you on the is Zoom. Like, I don't even know where he's at. He can be like in New York or he's over in Dubai right <laughs> Dubai, now. Yeah. I think I'm somewhere much better than I am. <laughs> we're going to Dubai. Yeah, you're in Dubai. He's in Dubai right now. But no, we were talking about just like how people are so laser focused. Like you know, Tiger Woods, you might do meditation or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, what's your process like to be able to just block out? the pressure 
of the crowd and people there and being able to just laser Well, that's focus. actually the opposite for me. I, I'm built oh, okay. for pressure. The more okay. pressure, I feel like I perform better. Okay. But at the same time, not everybody works the same ways, and that's why it's not meant for... Like, you know, there's contest writers and there's mm -hmm. show writers and then there's video writers. The video writers, you can film all day long and get yeah. that clip. Yeah. With me, they call your name, like it or not, you have to perform the best way that you can. So yeah. uh, I, I thrive to, to be on the spotlight because the homework is done. I always tell people, look, like, like I train on my street doing mm -hmm. sprints and I was telling like champions get made not in the spotlight. But, you know, in, in the office, what I like to call my backyard. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, like... When I go to a contest, what I've done is it's already done. My mind has already know that it's being conquered. I practiced that trick, and, and now it's just rolling the dice. Make sure you execute it when they call your name. Yeah. So. That's another thing. I mean, is like how much are you practicing? Like let's say you're about to compete or you have a, a show. Oh, or when something's happening, and I can tell you, things kind of put everything to the side and 100% into riding and training. So that, right now the cool thing is that yeah. uh, off-season is, is – basically at prime time in mm -hmm. uh, the next big contest and big race actually the the kickoff for usa bmx is at the south point here in las vegas january really? 7th to oh, the 9th when, so, when is it you said january January 7th to the 9th oh so it's coming up okay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so weeks. that's okay. that's the next big national people from not are you just, competing do you yeah, actually yeah. still compete and yeah everything? yeah so hopefully no uh joke, we man. can we can keep rubber side down and shine side up that's that's amazing yeah, you know ricardo i'm yeah. curious you know it's easy to be there one thing to like the pressure of being in those high stakes environments but how do you recover? Like, say you're going out there and you have all this preparation, you have all this plan, you practice it a million times, but it doesn't go the way that you expect it. You know, how easy it is for <laughs> you to recover in that moment? Recover. Can we do another contest right now so I can get yeah. a redo? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I always <laughs> yeah. think, you know, you have to look at the cup full, half full. Uh, no one's perfect. You yeah. could prepare yourself the best way that you could. And, and yeah. it's a fraction of a second in our sport. That fraction of a second can be yeah, exactly. a deal breaker. So uh, to me, like... You know, when you go like, God, I wish I would have done this. I wish I could have practiced more. Like, there's so many what ifs. So I just want to be like, when's the next one? A lot of yeah. people, you know, they bang themselves up and be like, I just want to quit. I'm not no good. Yeah. I'm never going to get better. And to me, it just, you know, fuels me. So it's actually kind of good when I lose. I think it makes me work a little harder, even though I feel like I've, I've worked about as hard as it can get. Yeah. You know, the one thing that I seem to be super curious or would be nerve wracking is injury. Because it seems like a pretty, oh, what I was going yep. you know, uh, tough sport to be out there flinging around a bicycle, you know, going through, you know, really extreme speeds, trying tricks that most people can't do. To do that, <laughs> I'm sure you have to take some bumps and... and, and well, well, it, you, you now, see, I'm going gonna, 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 gonna to let you in a little secret for all of you guys that have plans on becoming a racer for USA BMX. USA BMX <laughs> is a point system. Okay. And uh, even when you max out your points, you can mess up people's points. So... Uh, I remember I had pins on my hand because I broke my wrist. But if I show up, there was no way for the other riders to accumulate more points. So I, I literally uh, just showed up and rode out. So then they couldn't cap up another point on top of mine. Oh, so, sure. yeah. so there's a whole chess strategy. Yeah, behind. in a sense, like okay. you know, and, and there, like you know, um, we have Connorfield. He won the Olympics. Like he qualified literally to the finals, and he didn't have to race the last two races. So. It's pretty wild. It's a point system, which, you know, it's like okay. any sport. Okay. But uh, for us, like, you can just literally show up. As long as you roll out, you, you, you're exiting out one point to the yeah. competitor to hopefully not take you out. That's, that's no joke. Man. Yeah, because we were talking about, like, you get all these injuries. And, and when you broke, like you said, your wrist, or well, I don't even know how many bones you probably broken. <laughs> I don't want to make this podcast too long. <laughs> yes, what I'm saying. But, but how, do you, how do you overcover, like, retrying that? 
It's, it's got to be something you're shutting off. No, you're like, no. I mean, you know, once again, you know, maybe I'm the oddball out of the group yeah. that, uh, I, I, you know, as I said, like the doctor said I'm out for six months. And, and with me, I'm all like, I'm back at it three months later in a pin on a track. That's right. Of course, I'm not competing to the top level. Sure. But he clearly said I recover way faster than a traditional person. Yeah. And, and, you know, therapy and, and the whole thing, I, I pushed it to the next level, not just a traditional yeah. baby steps with me yeah. i'm all like how soon can i get back on the saddle talking a little bit about i've seen you've done a lot as far as marketing and, and impacting a lot of the kids here in, in las vegas you guys have got an event coming up it's got a free uh yeah, event yeah. you're doing with is with range, range rover and land rover yeah yeah coming up on january 15th can you talk a little yeah. bit about that about the safety crazy and story i'm gonna before i even jump into it yeah. uh this kid his name is jonathan uh mm -hmm. bronson he uh he met me 10 oh. years ago about okay. a decade ago gave him a free helmet autograph he wanted to come and ride the backyard i was like give us some time in because my backyards i have ramps and they're pretty gnarly so it's not really like an entry level yeah and uh he uh gradually kept nagging at me and i kept seeing him how he's got the progression i was like come on down and ride the backyard now yeah. and then he started learning the tricks and now i hire him and and now he kind of quit his job to do bmx shows with me so it's pretty surreal from uh meet and greet free helmet now he works with me Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's going to be there with me along with a couple of other hometown heroes. Okay. Uh, we're going to set up a miniature skate park. The Clark County School Police Department is going to have like a petting zoo. They're going to bring like motorcycles, the cars, awesome. the, the whole nine. We're going to have some mariachis going in there. So it's okay. a full on party. That's and awesome. And then I don't care what sport you do, how tall, how short. If you show up, you get a free helmet, even parents, because the cool. idea is after Christmas, whether the parents forgot a to buy my helmet for the bike, scooter, BMX, whatever thing that needs a helmet or they couldn't afford it, we try to fulfill that gap. So we call it the after Christmas helmet giveaway. Smart, man. Yeah, yeah. So It's good marketing to be able to do it, but also being able to help. You know what I mean? I know. It's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, safety, yeah. Safety so we, up the stair. Yep. we're trying to help them to cover, you know, those expensive fees. And just yep. yet, you never know. The next Hope Now Hero kid. And so you've kind of transitioned and done a lot. I mean, I've seen... Um, you had a reality show. Yeah. So it was the, it was the, the Ricardo <laughs> Laguda project, right? Correct. On MTV3, the Spanglish Network. So it, how did that how did that work? Did you have to like uh, Chris and I would talk about this? Did you I, do you have I, to pitch it or did no, they come to no, you? No, I got or? very I got very lucky and very blessed once again. You know, remember uh, our luck theory? Yeah. I uh, during extreme thing, I I used to get a lot of interviews to promote it because I was the face of of the event to promotion wise. Okay. And um, every time when I stutter and I was like, what do I do with my hands? You know, it wasn't so camera friendly they said take two and then uh, you got to open your mouth to get fed yep. so uh i asked the producers like where's the chance of me hosting your tv show and this little kid that okay. thinks he can be in front of television goes like how why and i was like look i can get you permission because i knew the county would allow me to feel anywhere in the event because they wanted publicity uh, so they said i can get any clips you want so just give me best three i hosted during extreme thing and then we aired if i do a good job you can keep hiring me so I became a host for uh, the CW uh, TV show, okay, and uh, okay. the producer says, "Hey, have you ever thought about doing reality TV?" Because she met my mom and how crazy like my whole family is. Because I got the traditional, more Americanized lifestyle. My parents are more Hispanic. Okay. When are you getting married? How come you don't have this or that? And I'm just like, can you re relax a little? Yeah. And uh, he's like, I need you to meet this guy. His name is Wilmer Balderrama. He oh, has yeah, a TV yeah. show in the 70s, and then uh, he, he actually is the voice of Handy Manny. Not a lot of people know that. Uh, yeah, I never knew that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the way he got his foot in the door, once again, the luck, uh, he had a TV MTV show called Your Mama. So, oh, of course. I remember Your Mama. Yeah, yeah. 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 So 
they were like, come and meet him. And, and it was so funny because now that I know him, when I hang out with him, people always pitch on him the ideas. With me, it was different. He goes, like, Ricardo, who's your hero? So when I started riding bikes, I didn't have like, that's a Hispanic guy or that's a dude like I can relate because my language barrier. So I just kind of paved my own wave. And then he goes like, have you ever thought about you being the hero? And I was like, well, I don't know what you mean. It's like, I'm going to come out next week, film you. I'm going to do the sizzle. I was like, what's a sizzle? And then I'm going to pitch it to networks. And sure enough, three months later, it's like, hey, I got a ticket for you to go to Florida to meet with Viacom because they want to meet you and want to know. Big boys, yeah, Viacom's yeah, big deal. Yeah, yep. so uh, I had a contract waiting for me if I was willing to basically sacrifice all my personal time because you become a public figure where you, uh, so far everything's been harmless that uh, yeah. a lot of my private life is, is, is pretty much out there. That's what I saw. I watched one of the episodes too, and I was tripping out because you're a bachelor and you're yes. living in Las Vegas. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is this is gonna be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, yeah. they they spit us a little bit in there, but yeah. yeah, you guys have to tune in to see what happens. I'm gonna pay attention, man. That's, that's, that's good for stuff, sure. Man. Ricardo, it seems like you know you have your hand in a lot of different pots. You know, from nonprofits to you know uh, entertainment to BMX and all other business ventures was that always kind of your vision of using you know BMX as a platform to kind of transition to other avenues or has it been more of a um, you just kind of saying yes as opportunities present themselves and kind of seeing how it goes so I have always used my bike as a vehicle to open doors I've never been the best bike rider but I just know that I'm a human billboard so the better you look the better you promote yourself the more doors are going to open up and with that said you know Las Vegas has been phenomenal from being awarded, you know, Las Vegas like citizen of honorary for North Las Vegas to like getting, you know, a skate park name after me. How crazy is that? That's so so um, I knew that the longevity of my sport, like in my sport, I'm a dinosaur. I hang out with teenagers. So that's because all my friends don't want to ride anymore because I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. So I have to scout the new future. Yeah. And, and one of the last contests actually, a kid beat me and I can literally be his dad. So that's funny, anyways, but, let's yeah. not talk about sore subjects. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I just knew that, you know, riding a bike can, can open up a lot of doors. And yeah. at a very young age, my mom said, like, look, we're going to buy a fourplex. So then we live in one and then the other three are going to pay the mortgage. Yeah. But you have to share a room with your brother. And when you're 16 years old, it's the last thing you want to do. So yeah. I got that engraved in a very young age. And I bought my first rental property at 20 years old. And That's I still awesome. felt like I had too much free time. So then extreme thing came about because I knew this festival was like extreme sports, but they didn't have no action sports. So a 20-year-old kid, I went to the Clark County Special Events. And till this day, a good friend of mine, Brian, like laughs at me because I literally just went in there. I was like, who's in charge? I want to talk to them. And I told him, I was like, look, I know the people. You need to pay those riders. Don't pay me. I'm going to use the county worker. So it's not going to cost you any extra money. If there's more tickets sold, and then we can figure it out, and then maybe you can hire me. Yeah. And it became a 12-year gig. So from there, then reality TV came about, and I was like, man, this is way funner than anything else. Yeah. So let's do that. And, and you know, as I said, bad came good. I lost a deal in real estate, so I started my own festival. And then uh, mm. now I'm looking at starting a, a, a trucking company. So Are you yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, you'll go completely different. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're talking about offline. is like, what do you do after you're still <laughs> building? So you really go get into trucking business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I always okay. tell my publicist, if I have time to sleep, your job isn't dangerous. Yeah, that's so, no uh, joke, man. Yeah, PR Plus better <laughs> keep me busy. That's awesome, man. <laughs> that's, that's good, man. What would you say is like your biggest failure and like how did you recover from it and like what did you learn from oh, that? man. Biggest failure? You know what? I'm going to use a, a really bad one in my yeah. eyes. Like my dad's this, my dad's brother passed away and I could have went and saw him. And now like I need to enjoy my family more. 
So like right. for me not to spend enough time with my family, yeah. it's it's like one of the things like man I can never go back and mm-hmm. and say anything. So it's always kind of heart wrenching on that. So yeah. uh, and and you know that that messed you up because for a couple of days I was like man I'll never see him again. Yeah. And I could have went and saw him when he was alive. So yeah. yeah. The time of the pandemic, I mean, me and Chris have have talked about it all the time, is like pandemic punched all of us in the mouth to kind of slow down, you know what I mean, to be able to do it. So I I can't blame you. Time is is everything. One one thing I want to ask you too, especially because you're you're definitely a mentor for for kids. What what business advice would you give, just a nugget to maybe somebody that wants to maybe get into BMX riding or maybe they want to build a business because I know you do a lot of real estate investing. Mm What's a tip that you would tell them? Simple. Find a passion and keep chopping away. It might take you longer than what took me. It might take you less than what it took me. Yep. But if you enjoy doing something so much, yeah. the money's going to fall into it. And it. it's a bummer that some people take a lot longer and some people don't see it and quit. Yeah. With me, like I just keep going at it. Like, you know, yeah. like $500 a month is nothing. And to me... That's what really I thought I, I was I was a millionaire. Yeah. You you tell me I'm gonna have five thousand dollars to travel all over the world. I'm so done. like in the great scheme of things, it's not something that you can fall back and be like, This is a career, but yeah. because of the hard work, a couple years later I made more money and then from the more money, you know, I I wish I would have spent it on fancier cars and partying, but I didn't. Yeah. And that allowed Smart me to buy more stuff. So yeah. I always tell people, just find a passion, keep chopping away, and trust me, the rest falls into your lap. That's awesome. And don't let it mislead you because with me, there's been so many times I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't quit. And I was so close to quit. And look, now it's paying off. Yeah, that's great. So. That's a great message, man. You you get out a lot too. So what's, <laughs> let's talk. One question we ask a lot of our guests too is, what's your favorite restaurant in Vegas? Favorite restaurant? Yeah. You know what? I just said this, uh-huh. and then they were like, the food is not even good there. I was like, but the view is great. Okay. Uh, yeah. Giada's. I just love the, the view there. Giada's? I, I kind of eat for yeah. view. Okay. Taste is secondary. Of course, I should yeah. maybe flip it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like Stratosphere, I love the you know okay. around the world. How can how cool is that? You spin around the whole world. Nice. Oh, yeah. Paris is another cool one. Like because okay. you get to see the water show as well, the Giada. So those are the two that stand out. But can't forget about downtown. I mean, Circa. I went to so, Barry's, and let me tell you, we were just at Barry's. Yeah. yeah? Oh yeah, Chef man. Barry. Yeah, he's a good guy. Lily was just there, like <laughs> literally a couple of days ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. The other one is. Uh, where tacos and beer and firefly was they have this oh, big yeah. potato uh and, and it's phenomenal because i got a friend of mine from uh actually the same conversation okay. i was he said jazz wasn't good i was like and they went to this rest ferrados i can't remember the name of it For, oh okay I know what you're uh, but their yeah. baked potatoes is to die for okay zero view but i love the vibe and their baked potatoes are to die for you gave some gave some gems i i'm gonna have to agree giada's i think it has good food yeah, and the view know, is, is amazing. Yeah, I like I it. I keep so. going back. So, uh, yeah. you know, that's I'm, good stuff. I'm, I'm blocking out what their comments are. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good, man. You, you're a food critic, but you gave the, gave the yeah, gems. Yeah. So that's good. What else are you focused on for, I guess, now we're finishing strong for 2021, but 2022, what are you focused on? Is that oh, something man. that you... Well, I mean, a lot of people already know. I made, I've been very vocal about okay. this. I uh, I refinanced four, five of my properties. Okay. I, uh, I'm about to either sell my house and destroy my last training facility that took nearly 15 years to build okay. or refinance. And I bought four acres of raw land. I bought rocks, more rocks, bushes, and dirt. So I'm building my forever home Good and I need you. to bring utilities. I'm becoming a general contractor. You and I already partner yeah. up with because even though if it's a 
owner build, you still have yep. to hire a couple of general contractors to stamp your plans. Yep. And they're like, I think you're going to do really good because I'm like, this is easy, guys. Why, yeah. why is this so difficult? So I just got approved <laughs> by the county in Sony. So I'm hoping yep. to break ground uh, February, March. I'm going to the town board and after that, the commissioners. Make so. sure you listen to our recent episode with Victor. He went through ridiculous about with everything he went through with loans took about three <laughs> years. So make sure you listen to that. Well, Chris will tell you, with it, me, it's, it's that's crazy. not the problem. Yeah. With me, it's what I'm building. I'm oh, building okay, like 4,800 yeah. square foot like indoor skate park. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're not messing 30 around. 30 foot high. Like, it's, because it's the okay. whole view of the strip, you will never get like – I, I'll never get it blocked. Okay. So that's the reason why I bought this. Okay. But awesome. I do need to listen oh, nice. because I am a guru. When we talk about real yeah. estate and numbers, I'm he like, knows, yeah. those are my two subjects. I'm like, let's talk, please. That's good, man. I got to check it out, man. When is this, this going to happen? Yeah. So I'm hoping to break ground. As I said, okay. right now, like I literally got approved last Monday. Okay. So now uh, I go to the town board January 27th. Okay. So hopefully anybody's open to come if you live hey, in the 89156 zip code okay. and say, you know, we want Ricardo to make the neighborhood look better. Better, or hopefully not to say they don't want me there. Get you right. <laughs> exactly. Show so, some love, man. Exactly. Show some love. Yeah, that's great, man. So what else is on your horizon, man? You planning? You still gonna continue to keep riding? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the goal. So this Do you is have the, a- the, the sixth year. You yeah. know, I thought about hanging it up because. I've been doing a lot of Facebook's, Facebook's video stuff with okay. the network, and uh, it's taking a lot of my time. And as I said earlier, it is the yeah. off season. Yeah. But normally, like maybe two weeks ago, I would have started ramping up. Okay. And I have yet to do that. So uh, I don't know. Maybe still give it another year of of racing and a couple of freestyles. But I need to get back on the program uh, okay. or or follow the, the new horizon that I got going on because I'm okay. building on my forever home. And me being a general contractor is either pay someone or do it yourself and Basically, it's a big chunk of change that you're going to be saving during the build, and this is my forever home. So it's going to get built the way I want to. Awesome. So I don't know if I'm going to be homeless by June or July. Like, <laughs> There's so much going on. So it's kind yeah. of like day by day. Hopefully, I defend my USA BMX state title for the sixth year in a row. If that uh, kind of presents itself, that would be pretty awesome because I don't know how many people have done it six times in a row. Yeah. And uh, if not, I'm just going to have a beautiful home, and I need to build uh, four acres of the Laguna land. That's good, man. That's, that's what you got the house out of the good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. So it's it's absolute pleasure to hang out with you, man. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, and being able to see what you've been able to do. How can people reach you? Can you what's, what's some of your social handles? Super yeah. easy, all across yeah. the board. Ricardo underscore Laguna. Okay. Quote me to this. If you send me a DM, I will reach out to you. Sometimes it takes me a couple of days. Okay. But others, you know, I respond right away. Awesome, man. Well, absolute pleasure, man. You 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 uh yeah, you're a great mind, you. man, and everything uh, that you're doing, man. So your impact. And then make sure to check them out on January fifteenth. Yeah, uh, Land Rover, Las yep. Vegas, and Jaguar up on uh, uh, 215 in Decatur. You cannot miss it. Make sure to check them out. And then uh, you can check us out at VegasCircle.com and, and subscribe with us, man. So we good. Yeah. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you so Thank much. You, man. Awesome. Good, Thank you, Ricardo. Yeah, that was really good. How do we do virtual high fives? <laughs> he said give you a high five. You can see uh, all there that. it is. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool, man. No.